0: Anger is a feeling and an expression that we all have felt, and it's not necessarily a bad reaction. It is how far you take it and what you associate with it that can either make or break your quality of life. And in this video series, Root Causes of Anger, we are going to dive in deep into every angle and aspect of anger. Hi, my name is Yvette Rose, author and founder of Metaphysical Anatomy, which is an extensive book of 679 medical ailments, where I found through thousands of people of working with them that we all share the same emotional stress and trauma points for certain ailments globally and collectively. And guys, welcome to the root causes of anger. And I am excited to start this video series with you because in these videos, we will dive deep into the root causes of anger and how to deal with it. But what is most important when you tackle any kind of problem that you're facing is that you truly understand the problem itself. What is the problem? Why is it there? Why do you perhaps feel that you've lost control over it Because to some extent, we did because it's still a problem. Or at least you might be on the receiving end of anger. But you might not always know why someone is reacting the way that they do. And worst of all, what to do about it. So in this series, we're going to explore anger from many different angles. From the root causes, secondary gains, hidden benefits as well of anger and when it's constructive, and when it's also becoming destructive. Because anger is a very powerful reaction. And this reaction can also help you to, for example, to achieve certain results. But if not used correctly, it can also leave behind a trail of consequences, emotional, physical, and even spiritual damage, either to you or to someone else. Also now, during my research, I have come to learn that anger, in my opinion, is not really an emotion. For example, when I'm working with someone on their anger issues, I would always ask, how did you feel just before you felt angry? And in most cases, you would hear the person say either powerless, helpless, out of control. When you really start to dig and get deeper into the trigger, that they normally felt just before they felt the anger. Now, anger is also a symptom of an emotional reaction that we have, and it surfaces when we are able to suppress and hold certain emotions that's been burdening us. Anger is also an instinctive response driven by the reptilian brain rather than by the limbic system. So to be even more honest and frank here, and I will even use myself as an example, because I also was challenged with anger. Because during my teenage years, my anger consumed me so much, and I felt so powerless towards past incidents that I overcompensated by using it, or trying to use it at least, as a way of reclaiming my confidence, my sense of power. But little did I realize at the time that I was coming from a place of fear, feeling vulnerable, and I built a false sense of confidence around my anger. And I can honestly tell you back then, I was not a happy person. I felt like such a victim that I used anger to actually feel strong and to demand respect and to, you know, and as well as to control people. And with these patterns, I achieved the success that I wanted in my late teenage years to my early 20s. However, the consequences? I was so alone. I was alone. I was unhappy. I was depressed. And nothing in my life was actually enough or fulfilling enough to make me happy. I was happy being unhappy. And that also brings me now back to an association that I made with my anger. Because my anger was a result of overcompensating for challenges that I experienced as a child. And it was also a behavior that I copied from authority figures in my life, especially from my dad. And I ended up feeling entitled to reclaim my power, which I perceived as being lost. However, it was just suppressed. You know, that I almost felt to the extent that I had the right to use my anger to get my way, to get what I want. Because deep down, like I said earlier, I had no confidence in myself and I felt vulnerable and I had no idea what my boundaries and limits were. And anger comes forward when a person was also very controlled and suppressed during that childhood, which is what I also experienced. And then this threshold for being in a controlling and suppressing circumstances becomes overly sensitive. Your capacity to almost like withstand it, fight it, ignore it, reject it, becomes so, so incredibly oversensitive that these wounds, these old wounds from the past can be triggered by someone or circumstances that now opens up these deep wounds again. And then anger can come forward as a result of Trying to regain control again of circumstances that we perceive we've lost control of as a result of something maybe that someone said or did or made you feel in a certain way. And here also, anger can also stem from, say, programming that took place while you were even in the womb. And it can also be an inherited pattern from your parents. So ultimately, anger is a symptom of a much deeper root cause. And when I'm also teaching my live or online events, I always refer to anger, like I said earlier, as a symptom of an emotion. See it almost like a secondary emotional reaction. And the reason why I say this is because there are always deeper rooted emotions beneath the anger, meaning... Take note here, guys, this is very important because certain emotions were felt over a period of time or within a few minutes that became so strong that the body did not know how to emotionally resolve or find a solution to it or to express them, which then caused the body and the mind to feel disempowered, unsafe, vulnerable. Just to name a few core emotional reactions that you could have had in that moment. Now, remember that if your body perceives a threat, whether it's an emotional threat or a threat that could lead you, for example, to your death, then it will react as of though because it's now actually been challenged behind each threshold point, meaning beyond the point where the body feels safe. Now, this threshold point in this case also means your ability to cope with a certain behavior or action or reaction from someone or your environment. And once this threshold in your body has been reached, you are bound to have a reaction in most cases. And that is anger. You see, so anger is the end result of the fight instinct. And how you express this fight instinct would depend on various circumstances, as well as the level of threat that you are experiencing as well. And the more a situation or a person is triggering an unresolved emotional wound from, say, past trauma, these past traumatic memories from your past then, whether it's conscious or subconscious, the more extreme your reaction could be. So let's look at different types of emotional triggers that you can have before we get to the expression of anger. So firstly, let's look at what I would call a conscious wound trigger. This means that you, for example, let's say you have a partner who you feel lied to you about their whereabouts. And one day, you were so angry because it reminded you of a time when your ex-partner lied to you about their whereabouts and you found out that they were actually cheating on you. So in that moment, when someone lies to you, it triggers a deep unresolved wound of infidelity, betrayal and loss of trust. Then we have what I would also call a subconscious wound trigger. This is when something that happens or something is said or done, and it takes place in your environment that triggers your anger. And in that moment when you react, you are only aware of the anger that you feel, and you're not necessarily consciously able to make a connection as to why you feel upset and angry. Example, someone moves into your lane while you are driving. Yes, I chose road roadways. We all, we all can relate to that a little bit. Okay, so someone moves into your lane while driving, cutting you off. And you might feel really, really angry. And we all have experienced this f- level of frustration on the road. Now, apart from feeling anger, you might also feel, say, disrespected. You might feel that your territory has been taken over by someone else. And you feel completely disregarded and not valued in that moment. You might not be able to you know, make a conscious connection as to the deeper root cause, as to why you are angry apart from just that the person cut you off. But I'm, I'm talking about the deeper root cause, the reason. So, you know, these plausible reasons behind your anger could, for example, be root causes. However, you're not consciously aware of it. So now we're looking at, for example, moments and times from your past that could be triggered associated with feeling disrespected, feeling you know, your territory has been taken over or controlled by someone, and you feel completely disregarded and not worthy, for example, now in this past event, that also could have triggered deep shame. So this is an example where you don't make that conscious connection immediately as to why you feel that that level of rage, but it just really pisses you off. But it's because of deep, normally implicit memories. Implicit memories are memories that we don't necessarily have conscious awareness of. However, the subconscious mind knows that they're there. And your environment, your relationships, your dynamic, anything can trigger these implicit memories from flaring up. And what happens then is that you feel the memories of it emotionally, but you don't cognitively make the connection and put the memory together with the emotion that you're feeling. So what you're just feeling is the biochemical reaction, meaning the emotional reaction to that. So here, as you can guess, the subconscious now, as I said, you know, it triggers more challenges. It triggers more you know, challenging issues to deal with because in this case, you don't have that clear conscious understanding of the root causes, and it leaves you even more angry because you can feel these emotions. They are so real, but you can't trace them back. And so now what, what makes that even more frustrating on top of the first frustration that I mentioned is that it's hard to find a solution to resolve the anger that you feel because you don't necessarily have awareness of the root cause. Whereas with the conscious trigger, you know what the root cause is and you can take active steps to resolve that old trauma and the emotional wounds associated with that anger, which has become your defense mechanism. I want to now split our anger into two more categories. And these two categories is, one is for symptomatic emotional reactions, and the other is a very primal, primitive reaction, meaning like an instinctive reaction. So here, let's look at what anger is used for in these examples. So here we focus on the emotional survival of human nature. And anger is used to regain control of a situation that you normally feel that you have lost control of when you feel extremely unsafe as well, as well as to defend yourself, to either emotionally or physically protect yourself, to maybe subconsciously demand respect from a situation or a person where you feel disrespected, to feel and to be heard, to establish a boundary. In this case, an emotional boundary. And we will also get to physical boundaries shortly. Anger is also used to get something done faster, perhaps even to intimidate people before they have a chance to intimidate you, to release built-up intense emotions, and also when you maybe feel unworthy and when you feel shame, as well as to emotionally protect yourself and to express yourself as well with more confidence. Now let's look at the instinctive survival strategies of anger. Anger or also known as the fight instinct is used to keep you alive from a perceived threat. Perhaps you know someone or something is challenging your ability to be and to feel safe in your life. Perhaps it's challenging you to express a boundary or a barrier between you and someone or between perhaps your environment. Remember also that we have emotional and physical boundaries. And in this part, we talk about the physical boundaries, such as your personal space as well around you, such as even, I mean, your your personal space physically with your body, that one meter personal space. It could be your home, your garden, uh, maybe like when you go to the gym, you put your stuff into a locker, That is your personal space. That's a physical bound. It's like saying, my stuff is there. That's mine. Don't touch it. Now, we also use this anger, this instinctive anger, to defend what we perceive as being our possessions and to also to stop someone from taking it. And also to, for example, interestingly enough, to be very competitive with the intention to secure, it's almost like to secure our financial stability which will lead to your survival and safety. Also providing, you know, here a reaction to make sure that you and your family, for example, are safe. It could be to fight for or defend a child or a partner's safety. And this is our tribal instinctive response combined with a fight instinct. Even to be reckless in relationships where you might be in a monogamous relationship Yet you've been having affairs wanting to secure your future of your DNA lineage. And this survival instinct can be so strong that it overrides common logic. And anger can also be used to feel and drive, to have like that, it's almost like to have that ability to take action on your subconscious need to keep your DNA lineage alive. Now, keep in mind that cheating can be for many, many other reasons. This is just one of them that's quite interesting that I observed that I wanted to mention here as well. So guys, as you can see, there's quite a big ground to cover when it comes to understanding the root causes of anger. And in the next upcoming 15 videos or probably even more, we're going to dive even deeper into different angles and aspects of anger. This was just a broader overview and spectrum of anger. So guys, I hope to see you in the next part. And until then, be the light that you are. Hi guys, thank you for joining me. And remember to grab your copy of Metaphysical Anatomy on Amazon 679 Medical Elements. And I also wrote about the psychosomatic root causes of that. And I'm spoiling you because I even added key points for you to start looking at important questions that you can ask yourself to start improving your quality of life. And also remember to catch me on Instagram, Yvette Rose, one with a digit one, and Metaphysical Anatomy on our Facebook fan page. Bye, guys.